Welcome to episode five of the game room. This is Derek, joined by my co-hosts Mike and Dre. Today we'll be talking about the launch of the next gen consoles. Well, since you got one, why don't you begin? (laughs) (laughs) I guess we can start off there. The the how hard it is to get a launch day console this go around. Um, I think out of all the console launches, these have been the hardest to get your hands on due to a whole bunch of reasons. One, because of the pandemic, COVID, um, and them having to sell them online. And these consoles, with gaming being as popular as it is now, the consoles are all time, uh, you know, item that everybody wants everybody's at home so everybody wants something to do at home and game is one at the top of that list so it makes it very hard to get um with them selling them online what's happening is a lot of people are setting up bots to snatch up these consoles so people are getting like 12 9 and 10 of them at a time due to these bots and so that leaves people who want the consoles unable to get one websites are crashing you know, then people delivering stuff, some items are getting stolen, so it's just been madness all across the board. Yeah, I, mean, I think I think it's probably you know more more reasons than just that. I mean, gaming gaming now is at a it's all time peak with with everybody kind of catching on to the wave and you know all of this all of the streaming and you know, e- different esports leagues, and and you got watching the esports leagues on TV. You know, doing their thing, try uh, to trying to become gamers. So I think like the whole professional field kind of just uh really spear spearheaded, I guess how uh how hard it is consoles. Um, I think it's been the hardest console to get on day one ever. Um, if I were correctly, X Xbox had no problem getting Xbox. Like when it first came out, day one had no problem getting the 360 on the day that it came out. Like walking into the store, you know what I'm saying? Um, and then mm-hmm. I, I I I don't think I had an issue getting the X One. Um, so I mean, you're store day one, like just walking in, have a bunch of shelves. So. I think uh, for this for this generation, it's it it just it just goes to show you how far gaming has come. I'm mad we can be at our parents for telling us that that video games ain't had no future. <laughs> I think too, people a lot of people are like, well, if they were selling the stores, I could get my hands on one. I really don't think that's the case because. Had we been had they been selling the stores, they still would have been gone just as fast. People would have been lined up at. 2 a.m., 3 a.m. morning, camping out in front. So I don't think it would have been even easier to get them because you each store is only getting like a max of like 30 or 40 at a time. So I think I that's mean, bad. I honestly feel like that's bad planning on these on these um, console creators. <clears throat> so Sony and Microsoft, like there's no way in hell they think that 30 a time is, is perfect. That's a great idea to do. 
Yeah, like, like and that's what I said. I, I, I chalk it up the biggest thing is COVID because they had to stop their production of the consoles. Both of them did around, um, what was that, like last, no, what's this? This is uh, last year sometime, late last year, when they was, the console production was ramping up. Oh, no, it wasn't last year. When was that when they started mass producing the consoles? That was in early, early, earlier this year. What are you? What are you trying to? What are you trying to ask? I mean, no, no. So, I was saying earlier this year when they was starting to mass produce the consoles, COVID shut. No, COVID hit and it shut down the world pretty much. So that stopped production of the consoles. They were produce, being produced in China. China shut down their factories for a little bit. That put them several months behind. They moved over to Brazil for a little bit, and then when China reopened, they moved it back over there. So it set them behind a couple months, and that's a big reason why they're not able to send out as many consoles as they can to each store. That's why, like, when the pre-orders first went out, you could only do, like, 10 or 20 at a store at a time. Now it's up to, like, 30, 40, 50, and then I feel like once you get to Black Friday, Christmas time, you can see it jump up to, like, 100-something per store. Um... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just, I, I think, I think that all around with COVID and everything, they could have just done. They, they, both, both companies could have just done a better job. Like, I, I don't feel like there was any clarity. There was a lot of confusion this go around. Um, mm-hmm. They, they could have, they could have did. A, they just could have did a better job. Uh, just, just all, just all the way across the board. Um, I mean, you, you yeah. look at it like inform- usually we have a, all the information about these consoles by like E3. There was no E3 this year. Matter of fact, there was no gaming convention at all this year. They were all digital, so like information has been very sparse and spread out, and so that's played into it too. They didn't have to say anything until they wanted to. You know, Xbox has only been playing cat and mouse the whole time, so we we what? It was only like a month before the consoles came out. Well, we almost had all the information for both consoles. Yeah, um, that's true. That's true. Uh, I mean, I think that, but I think even with like with that, even with E3, um, if there was one, I feel like they still probably would have gone about it the same way. It it sounded like uh, it sounded like Sony was trying to play their uh, play their their, uh, I guess, uh, agenda. They was trying to play it close to the vest. You're right. Wasn't trying to get the details. Uh, They was they was trying to get, you know. Because kind of the, the advantage on Xbox, yeah, or they, whatever they, they said last year, they wasn't even going to go to E3 this year, so yeah, they had, but they said they was going to go to every other convention, but not E3, so right. E3 is the is the big one that that every gamer, whether you a casual gamer, uh, whether you a, a a diehard gamer, professional gamer, E3 is the thing that everybody pays attention to. So for Sony to kind of to kind of uh, take themselves away from that, you know, it, it, it really. It, it's good for them from a business standpoint, but but it sucks. It sucks for us uh, being being the consumers. So yeah, um, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I think yeah, your three biggest trade shows: E3, Gamescon, and TGS, Tokyo Game Show, and we didn't have none of those this year. So yeah, but on the flip side, positive note: this console generation has had the best launch lineup of games, mainly due to backwards compatibility. <laughs> Um, and on the Xbox side, the only exclusive launch game they had was Tetris. You know, Halo got delayed. Had they came with that, that would have been some heat on day one. I would, I would, I would just say that right off the bat. Had they came with 
Halo, they would have almost had a flawless console launch. But due to them having no games, that kind of hurt them. But they do have the better machine day one, I will say that. I think they do have the better machine with the firmware update that's there, the stuff that you can do day one. I think they have the better machine day one right now. That'll probably change later on down the road, but we'll see. I mean, from a spec standpoint, from a spec standpoint, they definitely have the better the better computer. <laughs> you know what I mean? They definitely have like like there's more RAM. There's more RAM in uh in the in the Series X. Now, now when we're making these comparisons, we're comparing the big console, so the Series X to the PS5. We're not including the S or anything like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so is when you look great, we put that in its own little bracket. The S is great, but it's I feel like I'll go ahead and address it now. The S is good for somebody doing like coming into that entry level. If you have a PS5, you'll probably get the S because you don't want to spend all that money on the X if you don't have it. That makes sense. Or if you have a PC, you'll get a PS5, you know, and like that. But I don't think anybody, if you had to choose yeah. one console, you would go with just the S. I don't, yeah, the S. The S is more of, you know, when is 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 the console that I would get my daughter because you know she she's she doesn't really play games she she want to I don't know you know download like you know Barbie games or something like that or whatever uh, like the S the S is like the minor leagues compared to compared to the X but um, I mean but still it's still a it's still a good console yeah. unless I. I think it's I think it's more for like entry level, just getting for introduced sure. to the gaming world. So. I, I think with the S, you're gonna run into a problem six years down the road because, as a from a developer standpoint, when you're designing a game for the PS5 and X, they're almost identical with the with the exception of one having way more input throughput memory speed and one having more RAM. That's the only differences, but you can make up for that. But then when you go to the S, you have way less RAM than the other two. So I think down the road, that console is going to struggle very badly. Once we get into yeah. like people developing games fully for next gen, the S is going to struggle real bad. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, this this is just... this. I mean, this is just my observation as far as the two the two major systems um the series x has a couple of more advanced uh you know specs so like storage you know there's a terabyte storage uh in the x and in the ps5 you can have a custom 825 gigabit ssd so um there's a so i mean 825 825 gigs versus one terabyte. Uh, I mean, is it that big of a difference? Not really. Mm-hmm. Um, I think from a, so I think from a physical a physical standpoint, um, they're even. I, I really believe yeah. they're the. I think they're the same exact console, just with two, just just designed differently and with two different names on it. Yeah. Because um, you feel where, like I said, the the memory. PS5 has way faster memory. Xbox has more RAM. And then, like you said, right. specs-wise, they're identical. So then you go to like, the shape of the console. One's way more, you know, a block. And the other one's a lot taller. So there's, you know, a little bit of trade-off there. So the only really difference is that you start getting down in between the two is when you go to the controller. Now, I've always been a proponent of Xbox. Their controller is just perfect, like, hands down. 
I play with both controllers. I prefer the symmetrical analog sticks versus the asymmetrical analog sticks, but Xbox controller is just perfect. And it's funny because now with the new PS5 controller, the DualSense, it's shaped more bigger like the Xbox controller, but they really stepped up their game on that DualSense controller. Like, I think Xbox yeah. will mix out on that, um, miss out on that, the the haptic feedback and the um, what do they call with the triggers now? Um, oh boy, what is that? The feedback on the triggers, like how they push back on your hands when you're trying to pull the trigger, how it like has the tension in it. That mixed with the sound, with the the haptic feedback and all that stuff, that controller really is like next level. It provides like an extra immersion in a gameplay. Like you really can't describe it until somebody use it and you feel it. Like when you playing with it, like it's it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so is, is the controller so, is it heavy? Like is it light? What's compared, the- so if you just if you compare the Dual Sense to the Dual Shock, yes, it's it's heavier. The Dual Shock is a lot lighter than the Dual Sense. Dual Sense got some weight to it. DualSense feels a lot weighty like the Xbox controller. There's a lot of weight to it. Um, probably because they packed all those features in there. And another little weird thing, I don't know if this is on the Xbox side, but the PS5 controller has firmware updates now. So they can okay. they can tweak their controller as much as they want to. I, is it like that on the Xbox side, Mike? Uh, so... From what I've from what I've read, what I've heard, and how it was before, no, the controller does not have its own firmware updates or anything like that. Which I think that's kind of unnecessary. Personally, I don't want I don't want my console to have updates and my controller. You know, it's like <laughs> it's like man, that, that's kinda, I mean that's kind of I get you. It, it happens. In a, I will say it happens in a blink of an instant. It says update. You press it. Bam, it's done. There's no wait time. Yeah, um, yeah. I I don't know. I don't know if I like that. Just because I mean, you, you're talking about download time of games. You're talking about download time as far as like uh, the console updating. Mm-hmm. Now my now my controller got to update separately. That's a lot of wait time when you add when you add everything. But together, so it, there is no wait time with the controller. You literally press it and it's done. Like it's 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 light and fast. How fast they do it for the controller. And I, I guess that, the next topic, download speeds, they have greatly improved in the games. I know on both sides of the fence, Xbox and PS5, actually, the Xbox loads games faster. Multi-platform games, so we can't really tell with exclusive games. But multi-platform games, Xbox beats out the PS5 by like three or four seconds, which isn't a lot, but it is faster. So, Yeah, okay. Got you, got you. Yeah, Um. I think you know, I, I just I think that uh you know the games the, the consoles um they were a success for uh from a business standpoint as far as the companies making the money that they made and from a consumer standpoint overall um I feel like it was a lot smoother than the pre order process and if you want to hear about the 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 hail storm that was a pre order process go back to the very first episode <laughs> it, it was. It was garbage. It was garbage. So, I, I actually think it's getting worse. It's actually getting worse, I think, with the pre-orders. Oh, well, just trying to get one. They're not pre-orders now, but I think the process is actually getting worse now. You're talking about if you don't have one? Yeah. Trying to get one. When the pre-orders were out, it was like, you know, I think people were more successful getting pre-orders than they are actually getting the console now. Like, it's, it's a lot harder to get the consoles right now. Well, that again is on the fault of the companies their lack of uh clarity 
Um, I, I remember, I remember on the pre-order process after they during the pre-order process after the Xbox sold out, and they had all of the the websites crashing and everything. I remember that Xbox put out a tweet that said um, that they were going to have, you know, all of these consoles available for launch day. But come launch day, you if you call GameStop, they tell they tell you that they only got four Xboxes per store, mm-hmm. and it's like, and you got, and you got, and that's only for walk-ins. That's not including. That's not including the uh, the um, online orders that they had. So. So if you if you were able to pre-order it, you got your system on time, or you should have it on time. Um, you should have had it on time. But now, like each store is only getting three, four consoles at a time. Of course, they're going to sell out. Mm. Um, you know, which is why, which is why I said, you know, personally, I feel like they should have waited. I, I know COVID happened; it shut everything down, kind of unexpected. You know, we didn't as a as a country, we didn't kind of handle the the covid shit correctly um especially especially because we had, it, we had to start a few months before somewhere else another story for another day. <laughs> but, um but uh you know because because it happened and it shut everything down production is was limited i mean that's just the fact of the matter and i think that uh the companies should have adjusted to to the circumstances and they should have just delayed it and said you know hey we wanted to launch it November uh, 2020. We'll, let's we're gonna push it back to summer 2021. That way, when you get all of these pre-orders, when you get all of these all of these walk-ins, you have an ample amount of consoles. Nobody's looking assed out. You know what I'm saying? Things like mm-hmm. that. So, um, so yeah. But having said all that, I mean, there you got you got the PS5. Um, I actually I actually did was successful in ordering the uh xbox on launch day uh i did it uh probably about 12 43 after midnight on the 10th um hasn't come in yet though um so i'm just waiting on it but you got it in hand um so i'm gonna i'm gonna ask this question to you this probably is gonna be this probably is uh it's gonna be a lot (laughs) um but (laughs) um is it is day is day one is day one worth it? Is is it worth is it worth getting a console day one now? Is is it is it worth it at all? All right. So there's two ways you can look at this. If you didn't own, if you only own the PS4 and never the PS4 Pro, and if you only own the Xbox One and never owned the Xbox One X, I would say yes, it is a definite, you know, day one you want to get because you'll see a massive leap in improvement. From the original PS4 to the PS5, and from the definitely from the original Xbox One to the Xbox Series X. If you had the PS4 Pro or if you had the Xbox One X, the jump to the next console is still significant, but not as much graphically. The the graphic jump isn't as major. It is a good leap, but is the graphic up no jump isn't the major thing in these consoles. It's everything else that you don't see. Um, so the download speeds, get your games downloaded, happens very fast. You know, loading into the game instant. Like it's, I play Destiny a whole lot. Uh, you know, Grand Theft Auto. Uh, what else? I play? It's a whole bunch of games I play, but the load times have been reduced by like 60, 70%. So you're in your game that much faster. Like 
and you get the next, you know, the next gen consoles and you're playing on them and you might think like, oh, you know, this isn't that big of a jump. But if you go back and turn on your old consoles, you'll see it immediately. Like you'll feel like, dang, I'm still sitting here waiting for this to load or, you know, I, my game is you know lagging behind. It's not snappy or real. Uh, don't pick you know, like chats, Xbox and PS4. You hit the middle button. It gives you a couple seconds for a pullout. Sometimes depending on what game you're playing, it might take a couple minutes for that, that menu screen to pop up. Not on the next gen console, so everything's instant. It gets you to plan and do it if you want faster. So, if you base getting your consoles on the games that's out, even though this is probably the best launch lineup of all time, I would say no because most of the games you can play on previous gen. I think the only games that's out that you can't play on previous gen is what the Tetris on the Xbox side, which Let's be honest, no one really cares about. And on the PS5 side, no. <laughs> and on the PS5 side, you got uh, Demon Souls and uh, what's the other one? There's one more I'm forgetting about. Spider Man? No, because you can even play that on the PS4. Miles Morales can be played on the PS4. It's Demon Souls and it's another game that's only for the PS5. That, that is a great game uh, if that's your kind of game. It's not my kind of thing, but it is a, a big leap. And that has me excited for the when they start fully developing for next-gen games, yeah, you're really going to want a next-gen console. So do you should you purchase it on day one? I would say yes. You know, it is worth a purchase on day one because you're not you're not losing anything. You know, usually a day one jump, you you lose all. You know, previous generation, you lost a lot of your games. You don't get that here. You get to carry all your games over with you and your saves. So I would say it is a day one purchase because of, you know, most people will say no. That's the reason to hold back because there's nothing new to play now. But if you can bring all your stuff with you and still get all the upgrades, that's a win across the board in my eyes. So I would say it's worth a day one purchase. What about you, Dre? Is is, is uh, are these consoles worth the 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 day one, you know, hype and and and, and getting it day one and everything? I I think honestly it might be, but it's the extra stuff that other people are doing. I I don't think it's that worth it, but I think it's it's worth it for what it can do. Like I'm still contemplating and getting it before the year is over with. Like I I think you're really gonna start seeing a difference. Like for example, Call of Duty just pushed their update update of Warzone on the um Series S, it runs at 100 120 frames per second on the Series X right now. On the PS5 it runs at 60 because they haven't pushed the frame rate up higher yet. When you start playing online and like, dang, this person, you know, they doing this and that and they moving a lot faster or whatever. You're going to see people really want to make that jump, like especially competitive players, because 120 frames compared to 30, that's a big jump. And, you know, the Series X and the PS4 Pro, they run at 30 frames per second. You're not touching that 60 frames or 120 frames. They run in the same thing the PC players got. You're going to start seeing a, a big difference. Destiny, they launched their next-gen updates for their games in December. You're going to start seeing a lot of people like, dang, you know, why does that look way better? Run a whole lot smoother. That's going to make people want to you know, jump to those consoles even more. Like right now, it's limited to a few games, but come December, 
you're going to start seeing a lot more games across the board, you know, that start running better on the, on the newer consoles and take advantage of all that, you know, power underneath the hood that they got. So. Okay. Well, this is just, this is just, I guess my take, right. I'm a, I'm going to start this off by putting a disclaimer in there. Just saying, you know, yes, I did purchase an Xbox on launch day. I did. So, you know, you can take this however you want, but do I do I think that next gen, that this gen right here, do I think that this is worth day one? I I, I honestly don't, man. I honestly don't. Uh, there 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 are an extremely limited amount of exclusives. Um, there there are there's the 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 hell and the in the and the stress of trying to get of trying to get a console calling calling different game stops and best buys and targets and walmarts and whatever else uh I, I know a lot of a lot of people experience you know being able to put this put the system in their cart as soon as they hit the checkout button to make it final it's no longer available so like it, it's it's those so those things those things then because because of covid there's a lack of production of all the consoles which makes it harder um you know so then so there's that um and quite frankly i saw a i saw a uh, a video of travis scott i love travis scott uh, I, love, I love travis scott but i seen a video of travis scott with the new xbox playing 2k I'm not gonna lie to you. That video pissed me off. Why? Because 2K on the Series X looks exactly the way that it does on the Xbox One. It looks exactly the, the same. I didn't see anything different as far as how it looks. Now there's I'm now 2K on Next Gen has different features and all of that stuff. But honestly, I mean. I know for me, I'm not getting 2K21 on next gen. Um, I don't. I don't know if I don't know if those features are, are worth buying the game all over again. And there's a lot of people who bought current gen um, just because they couldn't wait for next gen. Um, so myself included. So um, I don't really know that it's that it's worth it. Um, and then also there's the aspect of you know, come summer 2021, I promise you. There's going to be a bundle deal for $50 cheaper for both consoles in Best Buy somewhere. I promise you. And so it's like, do you want to wait six? Can you wait six months and potentially get the same console in a bundle for $425, $450 as opposed to day one dropping $500? Are you, are you willing to do that? Hey, I'll take um, that bet from you. I don't see these consoles dropping fifty dollars by summertime. Not the way the rate that they're going. Maybe by next fall, maybe fifty dollars. Yeah, holiday. next holiday. Next but not holiday. by the summertime. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I think I think I think by the summertime. I think I think once I think right. I think I honestly believe that they have that Sony and Microsoft both have a extraordinary amount of consoles available. I really believe that they're just not putting them up for sale right now because they're waiting, they're waiting and banking on black Friday and Christmas. 
And I think that once those two holidays pass by the beginning of 2021, I, I believe of of everybody that wants a, a next gen console, you're gonna have about 70, 75% people with, with consoles. Because I, I really think they're just they're hoarding a lot of their a lot of their consoles right now. And they're making it limited right now because they want that holiday money. Um, because you know with the holidays, when it when it comes to the holiday season, you're not just gonna get the console and keep it pushing. You're gonna get a console and then you know your son gonna need an extra controller, so you're gonna get an extra controller, and then you know he gonna want two or three games, uh two or three exclusives that's that that's that's come out in December or whatever. So you're gonna you're gonna get those so you're, you're gonna get those. You're too. right about that already, because they gotta buy two, get one free at almost every retailer, Target, Amazon, Best Buy, and Walmart doing a buy two, get one free right now for that that's what i'm that's what, <laughs> that's what i'm saying so by so by the beginning of the year i think you're gonna have three quarters of gamers with these brand new consoles and so this when the summertime roll around and and the and the sales aren't and the sales aren't as high as they as they usually as they usually are then because everybody has one then i think that yeah they, they're gonna drop the price they're, and then and then i think by i think by next winter I, I I don't have any sources that's telling me this. this is just a hunch. I think by next winter, what they're gonna do is they're gonna they're gonna package they're gonna they're gonna manufacture a brand new PS5 and Xbox console. So it'll be like the Xbox Series X Pro. That's it's the same console with a little tweak here or there. But then they're gonna resell that one, and everybody gonna try to jump to that one. The, the Xbox did the same thing with the with the one. They had the Xbox One, then a year later, the Xbox One S came out. And then like a year and a half later, the Xbox One X came out. And, and Sony did the exact same thing. So I think by next year, but at this time, you're going to see like a bunch of a bunch of these next-gen consoles that have these like special edition type things now, or whatever. It was so. a, it was, I think it was a five-year gap between – it was a six-year gap between the – PS4 and the PS4 Pro and the Xbox and Xbox One X because the Xbox One X has only actually been out for I think three to four years. It's not that old at all. Yeah, no, no. The Xbox One X is definitely the the newest Xbox mm-hmm. One, but there, but there was yeah, the, the Xbox w- One S. Yeah, the One X came came out uh came out like maybe if not a year, then like two years after mm-hmm. the Xbox One. So. Um, <clears throat> You know, I, so I just think I just think that they, you know, they're going to make these different additions. I think we're not going to see no pro models this generation because of how these consoles are built. With the, uh, I think they ran a test run with the pro, the the you know next gen console mid console life updates. I don't think they're going to do it this gen because they didn't sell as much as they thought they were going to with the the previous time they did it, and it makes it a headache for development wise because now I got to build for the base PS4 the ps4 pro and now the ps5 i think they're going to try to streamline it as much as possible and one thing i keep seeing people are saying that you can pump out titles real fast on these next gen consoles like on sony side of the house so right now they have in their first year window so they've got demon souls date ready for day one they got miles morales ready for day one then you're gonna have that um that that recent game, um, that crash racing game. What is that thing called? Um, they offer that free on PS Plus in January. 
So that's that's one another exclusive in January. Then they're gonna have Gran Turismo and um what's that uh what's that game, Mike, you was talking about that uh Project Athia. That's what's the yeah, Project Athia. Not Project Athia, I'm sorry, Returnal Returnal. Return on yeah, Gran Return on Return Return was another one, yeah. Yeah, Return on Gran Turismo is supposed to launch in the first half of 2021. So right there, you got six exclusives in like a five-month window. And then after that, they said Horizon, uh, sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn is coming out in the second half. And then holiday 2021, you got God of War Ragnarok coming. That's five, like four, I say Zero Dawn, Miles Morales, and God, uh, God of War Ragnarok are definitely heavy hitters. You got three that close together. You didn't start seeing that until like the last year of the PS4 Pro when they had The Last of Us 2, Ghost of Tsushima, and all those heavy hitters uh, you know, start coming out towards the end. And in the first year of the console, they got three heavy hitters coming out in the first year. That's unheard of. you know. So they, I don't think you're going to see a PS5 Pro coming this uh, generation because just how the console is built with the memory input output they got on that thing, how I sold it into the motherboard, I don't see a next gen. Uh, I mean, I don't see a mid life cycle coming out, especially with the expandable memory, how you can keep popping it out and swapping it around. I don't think yeah. we're gonna see one. Yeah, I, uh, I think. I mean, I, I get you. I get you. Um, I think you just proved my point though about why I don't think next gen is worth day one because all of these games. They're releasing early in mid twenty twenty one, all of that stuff. So I mean, like, if you're if you're looking at what are, what are the games that are on that are, that came out that uh, came out quote unquote day one. Uh, so two K two K is out. Um, Fortnite obviously. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is is another one. Uh, they call Cold it War. Yeah, Cold, Cold War. Cold mm-hmm. War. Watch yeah, Dogs the- Legion. Um, the update for uh, Destiny hit the Beyond. Yeah, yeah, the, yep, the update for Destiny two hit. Um, what was the, what was the other one? Uh, Smite is, is is another one. But the thing about all of these games is, you can play them on any on any of the on any of the systems. So you can play them on PS four, Xbox One. You can play them on a new on a new next gen console. So I mean. Be, there that because there aren't the, the the what makes the console to me what makes the console great is the games that you can play on it and because you can play all of these games right now on the one and on the one and on the four then i really don't think that you know day one is worth it now i'm not saying don't get don't get a console on day one because there's the hype there's the excitement about it all of that stuff you want to you want to guarantee you want to make sure that you have one i get it but like this this console release is not like the last like not like the like the previous ones like i remember when xbox was first coming out you had to have it because halo halo was coming with it and halo was halo was like the was like was like the generational game. It kind of like changed the way you play shooter games. Like everybody, everybody that wanted an Xbox was getting it because of Halo. Well, you don't really have a title. You don't really have like a like a, a big name title that's coming out specifically for for any of these consoles 
So shit, why not? Why not keep your consoles and 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 catch it and catch it when uh when they got to sell. Uh, you know a sale gonna come. You know a sale gonna come sometime in the summer, even if it's five hundred. It's gonna be a bundle somewhere, uh, whatever. So. Yeah, I think it'd be a bundle, but I don't think it's gonna be a sale. But uh, I like I said, it it depends on what you value. If you value graphics, then no, don't make the jump. If you value your time, then make the jump. Because like I said, uh, there's nothing I hate more than oh, I'm gonna go play this game. Up oh, here's an update. Well, let me go ahead and turn this off. I know that's gonna be another twenty thirty minutes. I gotta wait, you know. And then when you actually plan, you know, trying to get your friends all coordinated up and plan at the same time, that can be a headache. But, you know, these next-gen consoles make that a lot easier. Like, it's the small improvements that you don't see or you don't think of all the time that it makes these next-gen consoles worth it. Now, like you said, if you're basing it just strictly on the games, then no, but they are providing a lot of upgrades to the games that you love to play. So it really depends on if you have, like, the... If you want to go through the stress and headache of trying to get one, you don't mind that, then it is worth get one because the updates that they are doing in these games make it like well worth the wait. Like with 2K, if they've just fixed their online server issues at the moment, it's a great game. Like gameplay wise, it's great when it works. Right now, the server is not cooperating, but when it works, it's, it's a great game. But uh, Destiny's the same way. Like, just playing on the five, the the time where you go in between planets, jumping your menus, it's instant. Like that's a great quality of life improvement that you really don't think of until you're forced to think about it, you know. Yeah. And it's if your game can make all those updates and you don't have to think about doing something, it just happens. I think that's that's well worth it. But like I said, that's only if you want to pit up with the headache of trying to get one. Because I do understand that that's that's a huge huge headache and that could have been handled better. Yeah. Dre, what you think about over there? You quiet, man. Nothing, nothing really. I'm just listening. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to understand how, how Gran Turismo is always the first game to come out. On yeah, they do. Console. They be planning that thing, man. It's, it's not just it's racing games. I guess racing games show off like next gen consoles very well because the graphics are real nice and like from a development standpoint it's easy to push graphics on a car game because there's not much going on but the cars, you know. The road can look pretty, but it ain't much going on in the background, you know. It's just, you know, the feel of the cars and everything. They, they always push Grand Turismo, so it's sure. easy to push, you know, graphics, you know, for a, a racing game compared to, like, an open-world game like GTA. That's, that's harder to pull off. Now, I guarantee you, come, let's say, holiday next year, you're going to have the heavy hitter games launching. You're going to have Halo coming, the new Halo. You're going to have God of War Ragnarok. I probably might say we're going to see the next-gen tease of GTA coming. It's not going to come out, but we're going to see the, the tease of it next year. Um, I guarantee you're going to have the next-gen Battlefield by next holiday. Um, what else? Some big heavy hitters that are, that are coming um, down the pipeline. I don't know much on the Xbox side. That's 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 the thing about Xbox. They just brought all them studios, and the games they teased look great, but none of them had like release dates besides Halo. And it's like that's so frustrating because they have a lot of good ideas out there and a lot of good studios underneath their belt, but we not we don't know when them games coming out at all. 
besides Halo. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but here's here's the thing though: what what games, what exclusives for PlayStation are y'all two anticipating that y'all like you can't wait for? This then the third, like like what what is what are the games for next gen that y'all 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 want to drop today if it could? Uh, I don't too much. I don't know too much exclusive just for PlayStation. Like there is one game that I was talking to Griff about that I've been looking out for, and that's Beyond Good. Was it Beyond yeah, too. Good and Evil? Yeah. Yeah, that game. That when when did it come out? E three like when they first ago, teased maybe? it. It was no. It was three years ago, I believe. Three or two years ago when they teased it off, and that was a very ambitious game, and I see why they went quiet. They, I think they announced it too early, but they wanted to excite their fan base for it, but, like, that game, planet hopping, like, you go to a whole planet, and it's populated, you go to different continents on that planet, and you have a massive ship that's your crew and all that. I was like, dang, that's crazy, and, and every everything on that planet is discoverable you can go there from the top to the bottom if you see it you can go to it you can walk around it fly around it whatever you want to and do that's the only thing i, I and see that and that's what i say the next gen consoles the power that they bring you can't see it right now with the, the games that they have but if you listen to the like the developers they're telling you like Developing for the PS4 Pro and Xbox One X is a pain in the ass because what you're held back by. There's like the way these next gen consoles are made, like your creativity gets to come out. You you're not limited by hardware anymore. Limited by hardware. Um, you can just go out and you know do what you think when you're making a game. A lot of times people come up with ideas for a game and then when they start developing, oh, we can't do that. We gotta take that out. That gotta come out. That gotta come out. You know, so. I, like I said, I think by holiday next year, you're going to have all the games that you want coming out. And to answer your question, Mike, for me, Horizon Zero Dawn and God of War Ragnarok, oh, yeah, those are two I'm looking forward to exclusive-wise. Non-exclusive-wise, that new next-gen Battlefield that they've been uh, teasing about, I'm waiting on that. Um, but is that a place? No, a no, that's what I said. I said the two Sony exclusives I'm looking forward to are the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn and um, God of War Ragnarok. I think Horizon Zero Dawn is going to be playable on the PS4, but I know God of War Ragnarok is not going to be. But not next, not exclusive-wise, I, I know the next-gen Battlefield, they say, is going to be next-gen console exclusive. And that's how you can kind of tell, like, that's a big game. EA's a big company. For them to only make a next-gen game when you when you figure there's what 400 something million ps4s out there and probably about half that or a third of that xbox wise that's a lot that's a big player base you cutting out a lot of them so either they know like you said mike they know that majority of people are going to convert over by next holiday time period and the console availability to be out there for you to make a game like that only for next gen i think you're gonna see a lot more companies jumping ship to to next gen consoles because you think about it, if you're making a game now, you got to make one for base PS4, base Xbox One, Xbox One S, Xbox Series X, PS4 Pro. That's five different platforms right there. And PC. 
six. That's six platforms you got to account for. That's a lot of work. And then you add in next-gen consoles on top of that, PS5 and, you know, the Xbox Series X. That's eight platforms you got to develop for. That's a lot of time and resources. And I, I think people going to stop doing that real quick. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I know for me, Xbox, it's, it's one game that I want to release right now. Stalker 2. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, I want Stalker 2 to release like to like in, you know, yesterday. Um, like that game, the way it looks, the trailer. Yeah. So what is I don't know if y'all remember there was a game back it was before 360. Um it was before 360, it was on regular Xbox, but it was called Fear. And Fear Fear stood for okay. uh, first encounter assault recon. And so Fear had there was a fear, there was a fear two and a fear three. And then there was like a fear like uh like a like a like an alternate type of type of game or whatever. Anyway, it's like a it's like a horror, it's a it's a horror shooting game. And what I love, I love horror movies, I love shit like Stall and all of that shit. Like I love horror movies and I love shooters and like yo, fear put all of that in one game. It didn't have no online play. I didn't care. The storyline was fucking amazing. Um, and Stalker Two is like the same thing. It's kind of it's it's kind of it looks like it's real apocalyptic. Um, it kind it kind of reminds me of I Am Legend, honestly. Um, it looks re- except there's no zombies. It, it's it's I think I think it's like somewhat alien based or whatever. But it's it's a first person shooter. It's like it's it's like a horror. It's like a horror a horror game type shooter. Like it, it's the storyline looks fucking amazing. I know that they're gonna have multi multiplayer. Um, it's a Series X ex- exclusive. Like I I I cannot wait for that. Um, the 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 frame rates are like it's up to um like 120 FPS. So it, it it's gonna be like real 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 good 4K ray tracing all of that. So. Um, that, that is what I'm looking forward to, but it doesn't come out till 2021, which again, for me, I, for me, it goes against what I did in purchasing the system day one. But for me, if, if there was another me, I would tell that I would tell him to just wait, you know what I'm saying? Um, wait, just wait for, you know, a game like that to come out. Cause every other game you can play on, you can play on the one, um, so, but but so I like so I like that one a lot. I can't wait. I can't wait for that to come out. Um, I, I I fuck with Forza. I, I fuck with Forza Motorsport. The whole Forza brand is dope to me. It gives me that that PlayStation One Need for Speed type vibe. Um, that's that's an Xbox exclusive, as y'all know. I think Gran Turismo is uh is P is the PS Five uh, exclusive, but Forza is like Forza is like that for the Xbox. So. Um, state state of decay three. I think that's gonna be. I think that's gonna be dope. Uh, it's in early development right now. Um, so those are the three that I'm that I'm looking forward to. Halo Infinity. I'm probably gonna buy it. I'm probably not gonna play it all that much because honestly, Halo doesn't. You know, it doesn't do it for me like it does. 
everybody else. I, I don't know. Every it seems like everybody on Xbox love Halo, and I'm the I'm the uh, I'm the anomaly or, or whatever. So Halo just doesn't do it for me. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm a Call of Duty person. I compare every shooter to Call of Duty. Uh, you know, um, except Stalker Two. Stalker Two, I compare to like Fear back when it was on the original Xbox and everything like that. But if it's a if it's a shooter based on like you know uh war saving the world some shit like that yeah um i'm I'm comparing it to call of duty so I, i'd rather just get call of duty over halo um but yeah and this this is going this might sound kind of kind of uh i guess too far into the future i'm looking forward to 2k uh 2k 22 not 21 22 because 22 is it's it's probably not going to be uh available on the 1 or on the 4 which means everything is going to be optimized for next gen everything everything so um yeah 2K22 it'll probably come out you know uh probably come out October November next year so I think I think though that's my that's my lineup um uh, yeah, I think that's my lineup. I I could go on and on about about two K and sports games, but I get I think y'all get what I'm saying. <laughs> it's, now, isn't don't most um new consoles when they develop the games don't they give like the older consoles at least two years before they uh, stop developing for them? It's, it's longer than that that they give them to. They don't kill support for the old systems until like seven years down the line. Like you think about it, PS they stop. They just well, like I think ten or twelve years ago, they stopped making PS2 games, and that was well into the life cycle of PS3. They they stopped PS3 games like somewhere around like the time the PS4 Pro was coming out. Actually, no, they killed off the three real quick because that was a headache to develop for. It was like three years into it. Um, but I, I think this go around, you, I think you hit the nail on the head, Dre. You go in three years in, you're going to see them stop. I think actually I'm going to say three years in, you're going to see them stop production for all ne- uh, previous gen consoles. I think you're going to start seeing next gen exclusive games start coming out in 2021. Yeah, because it's, it's a, I would say that it's probably way more powerful from, like if you think about the old games from like PlayStation One to PlayStation Two, I think I don't think we can really say we've seen much of a big improvement since what the Nintendo and Sega to the first introduction of PlayStation. I I, I think yeah, yeah I think you're right I think the biggest jump was I I say the biggest jump we've seen was from like you said uh, was that sixty four Nintendo Sega and all them to the PlayStation and then later when Dreamcast and Xbox mm-hmm. came out was a was a good jump but I don't think it was on the same level as what we got Yeah hard, hardware wise I like I agree with you I don't think we've seen that big that that big of a jump to the time period you mentioned um internet wise I think the biggest jump we've seen was from the PS3 the Xbox 360 era to the PS4 Xbox One era, the internet connectivity just skyrocketed after that. But I agree with you. The what you can do with these games, I don't think we've seen a jump like that 
since the first generation of of games and you're gonna see a big a big big difference in game development you're gonna see games coming out faster i think you're gonna see games coming out more ready day one um yeah i i i, I agree with you on that yeah uh i mean i think so i think that you know with the so i just checked so um 360 360 and PS3, they had every 2K up until uh, 2K18. That's a that's a long lifespan, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um, but but I think that yeah. with the way that you know um, the NBA has has uh, has come up with their own 2K league and and there's all of this different esports streaming and everything. I, I think that there I think that the, the previous systems, the PS4 and the uh, and the uh, Xbox One. I think they're really going to die out faster than what the 360 and the PS3 did. Um, just because, just because it, the the next gen consoles with all of the streaming, with all of the YouTube, with all of the with all of the the the, the NBA leagues and all of these professional leagues, um, I think you're really going to see like a bunch of next gen on Front Street. And the, and I think I think that the development for those older systems, those older consoles, they're really gonna um, they're really gonna stop rather quickly. So it may so it may not be you know next year uh, like I said with two K twenty two. I hope it is. I hope it is. But it so but it may not be that fast. Um, but I'm but I hope by I'm hoping I'm, or I'm thinking by maybe two K twenty three, they'll prob they'll probably be like Xbox One and PS four probably be obsolete. Um, like video video gaming has changed a lot in the last seven years. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, yes, it, it's, I think it's definitely three years. Sony put out a statement saying they have a plan to convert every PS4 user over to the PS5 in a three year span. So that lets you know right there how fast they're producing a console, and they're going to be pushing people to move to the five. What's the easiest way to push people to next gen console? Making next gen only exclusive games that's going to entice you to want to get that console and you know they're coming like like i said god of war just came out three four years ago and and most game development cycles are like six years most of them unless you rush it i'm excluding shooters and the yearly titles like call of duty and, and 2k and stuff most most game sequels have a big time gap in between them at least six years but you look at God of War, they didn't flip it in four years. It, you know, that's that's usually unheard of. So that lets you know they they pushing to get people on those on those next gen consoles real quick. Here's here's a here's an interesting uh, interesting question, Dre. I'm I'm gonna I'm start off with you. Um, when does when does next gen stop? So l- before you answer, let me clarify what I mean. So y'all know like. Microsoft, they put out they put out Windows 10. Um, they put out Windows 10 for 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 um, you know the operating system, whatever. They announced that Windows 10 was going to be the last OS that they produced. So it was it was going to be nothing going forward except hot fixes and patches for Windows 10 to keep it updated and everything like that. Do you think? Do you guys think we're going to see that with gaming at all? Because at some point, next gen has to stop. Like like in, in my head, I'm thinking that. There's only there's only but so much as far as from a graphic standpoint um, that the naked eye can consume. Like like we're at some point we're not going to be able to tell the difference 
in these frames and everything um you know with with un unless we're like ex zooming in and examining the frames on, on on the game and everything like that like do, do you do you think next gen has is going to stop at any point it all depends on the internet graphic wise i think we're getting close to meeting that peak on on like how you know how good the graphics can get i think now only thing they need to focus on is the servers and the companies with their servers like for instance 2k oh yeah 2k servers, servers are trash they trash i don't care how how i don't care how good they update you know their graphics and stuff the servers are bad so i think really I think they're getting close to the peak of the graphics look wise, as you mentioned. Um, ain't it's only so much that the eye can can tell a difference, but after that, it's all the focus is going to be network wise, networking speed. And honestly, I don't, I don't know how fast it can yeah, get. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> listen, listen to how Griffiths is explaining the PS Five. I don't know how fast it can get. So after that is network. I think you'll have two more series of consoles. And the reason I say that, like you said, Dre, uh, network infrastructure can definitely be way better. Um, that's definitely we're behind on that. Cloud infrastructure can be way better. You're going to get to a point where there's not going to be disk anymore. And most of the game development can happen on the cloud. That, that, like your game will be running majority off the cloud and you'll be, you know, running off your console very little and memory memory is still making we still have a long way to go for leap and bounds in memory um and ram so as long as those two things keep upgrading i think you will have next gen consoles because the the point of console is you have it it works day one i don't have to worry about no patch issues driver issues none of that stuff like a pc so as long as that CPU and you know APU core keeps working, you're good to go. But what if you could remove that and just have the memory there and have the you know the CPU running in the cloud? That would that that's like I think where gaming is headed towards to. But until we get to the point where the network infrastructure can handle that, I think we got about two more generation cycles to go through. So what's that? Seven years nah, per nah, this one generation this one, console. Nah, this one, seven or ten. I think we this one this one, this one. A, this one was a anomaly from the regular batch of next gen that we that we've seen. Um it's almost it's almost like the PS4 and the Xbox one were kind of like bridges from from how it was on 360 and on the PS3 how it was from that generation to to where it is now. And the reason I say that is because the lifespan of this of of these consoles now were, ex were extremely short when you compare it to how long the PS2 was before it before it got to a three. How long how long the Xbox was before it got to the 360? How long how long it's been? How, so when you look at when you look at like I think there's like the average is a ten year gap. So usually we have ten years of a generation. This time we only had seven. So so we had so, so I mean thirty percent got cut. I don't I don't know. I don't know that we're going to have another another system, another generation in seven years. I, I really don't know. Um, just because this system, this system that just came out, they're so far, they're so advanced. And like, like Dre said, networking, like 
is like the big thing. At some at some point, you're gonna have to stop focusing on graphics because as as people, as humans, we're just not gonna be able to tell. We're just not gonna be able to tell the difference. Um, so I think networking is the big thing, and you can do networking, and that has nothing to do with the physical hardware of the console that has nothing to do with the generation so like um with with so with games with games let's say within in seven years we'll probably still we'll probably still have the series x we'll probably still have ps5 but look at the streaming platforms um i know that xbox has the uh they had their streaming platform is called something like uh yeah, Project X Cloud. Yeah, it's called X Cloud, and I think I don't know. I don't know PlayStation's uh streaming streaming platform, but yeah, yeah they have so, PS Now. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm like, okay, like you said, like you said, Derek, and this is for Dre. Dre, I want you to take note. There, there are not going to be discs that much longer. <laughs> um, so. So since it's, since it since we're going that route and we're going to the cloud, I mean, if you have a subscription to a streaming service, I mean, they they can just push the the new game right to X Cloud or right to PS Now, like, and there's no, there's no need to it's more there's no need to download or anything like that. Yep, more money in the pockets of the companies that make them. If you don't got to print disc and you can put straight to the consumer, you cutting out all the middlemen and pocketing right. and that so, money for and yourself. So you, and so when you look at that from a networking standpoint, I don't know that we're gonna have a next gen console in seven years like like uh like we did this time. Um, I, I think it. I, I I would I would bet if I if I was a betting man, I would bet that we look at we're looking at you know 10 possibly longer um yeah i say 10 is the max yeah but but see see here's the thing and i and i guess this is why this is why they get why why these these engineers get paid all this money but after this generation what does the next generation look like i wouldn't i know we talked about vr i know we talked i know we talked about virtual reality that's the that's the next big thing right there. Yeah, but at some point there isn't going to be a next big thing because you've maxed out new technology. I mean, technology advances every day. Let me be clear, but um, from a but, but from a, I give you I give you an example. Look at Ready Player One, the movie. Have you seen uh, it once? That right there is the the ultimate peak of VR where people want it to be. If you can you get, get to that point, game? not no, not sucked in the game literally. But I'm saying how they were playing the games. That that's like the ultimate. You know, you get in the sensory feel with the game. You you know, you're actually seeing, experiencing it instead of playing it through a controller. You're playing through you yourself. You know, your avatar. So that's that's the sense of where the ultimate peak of gaming, and that's where you can get through with VR and the the network infrastructure. But we're nowhere near close to that. So. Yeah, um, like I said, I think I, I think there will be at least one more next gen, one more wave of next gen. I think that it, I think that it's going to stop at some point. Um, I, I really do because I mean, there's not there's at least I don't think 
there is that much more that you can do with these game consoles. Now, I say that I say that kind of tongue in cheek because you know it all depends on technology. Like I said, technology advances every day. But from where we are right now, I just don't know. Other than VR, what comes next? You know what I'm saying? I, I just don't know. Um, unless some unless some new technology, some some game changing technology gets developed, you know, within the next five years or so, which it's po- that's possible. I think it's going to happen. I mean, you, if you were to ask somebody when the Nintendo coming out, how much better can this get? They were like, oh, it can't get much better. And now look where we at. You know, it's there are huge leaps in technology that that can can and will happen. Um, it's just how will gaming be applied to it? I mean, you start getting into the you know, the VR nano machines and all sorts of real crazy sci-fi tech out there. You know, 30 years ago, that stuff was exactly what it is, you know, yeah. sci-fi fantasy. But you start, you know, you start thinking about it now, we're, we're, we're approaching that stuff, you know, coming up on that, you know, we can easily get to it, I think. Um, so it uh, it is definitely stuff down the line that's going to come out that's going to be big game changers. It's just, you know, will you be around to see it? Um, but I, I definitely think it's 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 coming down the line. I mean, one one game that I think is next, um, or that did something to look out for, is Pokemon Go. That is the next big yeah, thing I, I think consoles can get. Trying to tap the, trying to tap into the mobile market, how you can game anywhere, anytime, on anything. Yeah, and like you got to go. You got to go to certain places for certain events and interact with the actual community that plays the game. That's why I think VR, that's what I'm saying. Have you seen Ready Player One? Because I think with VR, now you can travel across the internet and get that stuff down. Like I said, you know, Ready Player One, if we get to that point, that's the ultimate peak of VR gaming right there where you can get to. You can connect with anybody. You can interact with people no matter where you live at, you know. I think that's like you said, Pokemon Go is a good example. But right now, sometimes you have to get in your car and go. But when COVID hits, you're limited to where you can go. You know, and sometimes somebody can't travel, you can't go to certain areas. But if you can start traveling across the internet, that's the game changer right there. Hmm. Yeah, it is. It is going to be interesting. It is going to be interesting. Um, What do y'all think? What do y'all make of? I know. I know y'all saw a lot of. uh, Posts, social media posts, or whatever. I know y'all saw posts about um, the the defective systems or whatever. Uh, people taking videos or whatever. Um, so, Derek, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you start with that. I know. I know. I know you saw it. Uh, so, yeah. What you think about it? The, what? the, the videos. So, uh, the videos what? of the but defective the... Uh, consoles. Oh yeah, you always get defective consoles in the first batch um, because there's always glitches and stuff to be worked out. I know with the Xbox, with the smoking at the top, some people were blowing vape no, smoke into the Xbox. No, all of them, so were some of them vape smoke into the Xbox. Yeah, so that that's stupid. Um, so I don't think there's any issues so far that's been reported with the Xbox, as far as I know of. There's always issues. I know on the PS5, they've been having a little bit of issues with the um, the storage, like. Uh, Certain games are causing it to crash and get into like a loop, yeah. a stuck loop cycle. Um, I think the Spider-Man remaster game right now is one of the culprits, but I think it's been reported some uh, one other game is causing it. But 
I think the ultimate culprit is uh, when you put your game in a rest mode instead of closing it out, something happens and gets stuck in like a, a boot loop kind the, of. The but um, the, don't know how widespread it is, works. but <laughs> pretty much. So I don't know how widespread it is, but you know, people blow stuff up on the internet and make it seem like it's a big issue when it's something's really not. So um, I haven't had any issues out of mine. Um, knock on wood, but uh, but that's why you have warranties with day one consoles. So you know, if you if you're early adopter, you're covered by the warranty. Versus when you get a debt later on down the line, sometimes you're not covered by that warranty. So that's another trade off for getting something new versus waiting. Um, so right now, like I said, I don't. It's not many issues uh, with the with the next gen console so far. Um, so all in all. I say, you know, comparing the two things, Xbox has the advantage day one, has the better hardware day one. Um, I give PS5 the better controller. Um, games day one, I give that to the PS5 as well. Um, backwards compatibility, that goes to the Xbox because you can literally play anything on that. Um, PS5 has some titles that didn't carry over. Or, um, so it's really, I really don't foresee anyone changing consoles unless they their friends change i don't see anybody from xbox jumping over to ps5 for any reason so far um i think whatever brand you're with you're, you're pretty much going to stay with um i think people will buy the other console later on down the line yeah. but not right now really, what? No, go ahead. no 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 it's go just ahead. that no go ahead as it's just that it's just that Sony had a good hit start with the PS4. They crushed the Xbox, and so they have a bigger install base because of that. So you're talking 400 something million PS4s versus, I think, maybe 150, 180 million Xbox yeah, out Dre, there. What you so. think? What you think about the defective, the defective systems or whatever? I mean, it's like Griff said that. A lot of these people are just blowing it out of proportion. I know they was talking about the PlayStation 5 and overheating, but that was due to the display that it was in. You can't put a console inside of a case and expect it to work, you know, 100 you know, percent with no issues. Like, come on. Some of these people just, just yeah, trying to make news out of let me, let me give Let me give some listeners that aren't very tech-friendly a uh, – a piece of tech advice, right? So, a, a console is a is a big computer. What that means is, cold air comes in and hot air blows out. You cannot put your console. You cannot enclose it in a case because the hot air is going to sit in there. You cannot put your console near, uh, you know, a bookshelf that has like, you know. Four walls attached to it. Can't do that. Can't do that. Uh, that 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 is that stupidity. Um, so yeah, just put it somewhere where it has a lot of a lot of air. Uh, it can, you know, what I'm saying treat treat it like a computer Shoot. server. How we got hot aisles and we got cold aisles. You know what I'm saying? Um, Good luck get either one of those consoles in a bookcase or a bookshelf. Yeah, <laughs> how, yeah. how big these things yeah, are. <laughs> like, like, if you have the ability to, you know, take a piece of wood, drill it to, you know, drill it like, you know, on a wall somewhere. Don't put nothing else on it. 
just stick the console on there. Let it get let it get its airflow. Make sure the vents are turned to not again not to against the wall. You know, common sense. Um, yeah, that's just my little tip of the day for non-technical folks. I think we should start calling that word something different because common uh, okay, sense isn't uh, so common anymore. Okay, what's another word for common? Uh, regular sense. Regular sense. Regular. <laughs> call it a ra- call it rare sense. <laughs> yeah. Um. What? Oh. Oh. This was a big one. What do y'all think about the? So y'all know it was a lot of uh, scalpers, quote unquote on um like like buying these consoles so they would sell out so they could resell them like i don't know if y'all have seen the resale the resale numbers for the ps4 on ebay uh offer up StockX, all of these third party sell selling apps or whatever i think the ps4 is the ps or the bad ps4 the ps5 is at 900 dollars right now I've seen, oh, I know. I've seen some go higher I than that. Yeah, I see a guy selling it. Yeah, yeah. It <laughs> crazy, crazy amounts, yo. Um, <laughs> is there, is there a way? Is there a method that y'all can think of in y'all head to stop that shit? Yep. First of all, it's a widespread issue. It's a, it's a big reason why people can't get the consoles now. There was a um, IT guy. I think he was in Walmart's uh, IT field. He actually s- shared a screenshot on Reddit. He was like, yeah, for all y'all that was wondering why you was in a PS5 cart and you had one in there and you went to go hit purchase and then it said, sorry, it's not there. And it was like, this is why. And he showed the screenshot. It showed an IP user buying consoles it was the same it was the same ip just slightly different with 12 different actually no, it was 50 different entries of them buying and no person can be that fast so it let's you know it was a bot and they had hit it 50 times and it was literally snatching the purchase out of people's cart they, they you were literally competing with a robot that's programmed to do this so the minute how long it takes you to click a button it had already done it five times. And so Walmart only has a finite stock. And, you know, that's that's why I was getting pulled out. But, yeah, there's you, there's a threefold approach that you can take to stopping it. Capture phrases really don't work, but you need a um, you need a queue system. And then you need a verification system when you come out of the queue. So if I pitch you in a queue system, it makes you wait. Most bots aren't designed to wait. They're, they're designed just to go, go, go. Then once you come out the queue system – verify that they're a user i wouldn't say use a capture phrase i would have to say probably um a code that you got to send somebody like a two-way verification hey i'm gonna send you this code you know now you type it back in you know something like that and then third way limit it to ips don't limit it to address because you can you can come up with as many addresses as you want if you limit to ip you'll kill that right there in the in, in the bud right there not too many people can you know come up with that many yeah, different no, IPs. I, you, uh, I think that I think that they there should be a um, a captured portal before you before you're able to purchase a system. So what I mean what I mean is you know how you you'll go to you'll like check in at a hotel. 
you'll log on to the Wi-Fi and then it then it prompts it, it gives you a captured portal to, to type in like your room number to the hotel like that and then it allows you mm-hmm. access to uh, the network. I think that on on launch days on launch days like this, there ha- there needs to be something like that. That's how you stop. That's how that's really how you stop bots because that bots that their job they're programmed to do one thing: hit the checkout button on this website at this time and keep doing it until it says successful. That's what they're programmed to do. If they never get to that screen, you stop that whole process. You know what I mean? Um, so so there's that. Mm-hmm. I, al- I also think I also think that there needs to be like all of these all of these um companies and stores that sell these consoles when you when you're buying them on the internet and you have it in, and you have a console in your cart i really believe that they need to have a like a, a holding period so so once you hit add to cart it, it holds it holds that console in your cart for about five minutes and it allows you to put your payment info and all of that shit in there before before the one you put in your cart can sell out. You know what I mean? Um I think I think that I think that will help. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that just that that just stops all, all of these bots and all of these resellers who are just in it for the money because that that was the thing that pissed me off was like you got guys who they don't have any interest in gaming at all, but they're they're out here buying all of these consoles with this with the sole intent to come up three hundred dollars uh on three hundred dollars per system. You know what I mean? Um, just just to just to you know get get quick little quick little cash flow off of these new systems or whatever. But you got guys who actually want this console day one who are kind of asked out because they're sold out. Um. You know, I can speak on my experience. I kind of got lucky because I was kind of like a personal bot. So what I did was um, at 12 o'clock, at 12 o'clock, Microsoft, they put out, um, they, they released their console on their website. I went to Microsoft.com. I put, I had, I was fortunate enough to get one added in my cart and I had already had my payment info in there. So I just hit the checkout button and it kept giving me an error. So what I did was, I kept hitting the checkout button. I hit the checkout button for like 45 minutes straight. I just kept hitting it. I just kept hitting the checkout button for 45 minutes until that shit accepted it. And then and then it finally at like 12:43 or some shit, it finally accepted the payment. I got the I got the confirmation email and all of that. Um so, you know, but but I'm not out here, you know, programming anything. I'm just I'm just like I just logged in and and kind of was just Check out, check out, check out, check out, check. I just kept hitting it until until my payment was accepted. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but I think to avoid all of that, that you could you could put some things in place that really stops bots. Uh, I don't really know how how I guess um, I don't know if Microsoft or Sony would be into stopping the bots because at the end of the day they're still making their money. Um, but I think that I think that they could really get get in a better in a better standing with their fan base if they did something to stop shit like that. I actually think it's not even on Sony and Microsoft, it's the retailers. Sony and Microsoft made their money when the retailers bought the consoles to sell. It's Walmart, Target, Best Buy, Amazon that needed and you would think at all those companies Amazon would be more prepared to do theirs. Even theirs wasn't that that great of an approach. 
but it goes to show you how little money people these companies yeah, like, put into seriously, their IT like, departments. Yo, somebody need to somebody they hey, they can bring me on as a as a consultant, and I get that shit straight. <laughs> like, like yo, like this it's our field. We know what we doing. Like yo, they they could hey look anybody anybody listening to this that work for Microsoft or Sony, man, hire the three of us. We get y'all shit right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm just saying, like, because it's getting to the point where it's getting it's getting kind of ridiculous, you know, with like a bunch of buy. But it, it, the same can be said for like the shoe game market. Like, the same can be said when when Nike drops some some Jordans or something. Like, yo, but, they need they need uh, extra security. Like, like hell. Go ahead. It's a. Sh- it's a shame when shoe stores sell things better than these electronic people because even the shoe yeah. stores they stop people yeah. from buying multiple pairs. Like they have they have stuff in place to stop people from doing that. Um, they still do it from time to time, but they're not as successful. And it's like y'all really would learn a lot from these shoemakers and how they sell their stuff. Like, granted, it's easier to make a shoe than it is a console, but their security, just their websites, are way better developed and in place than these consoles so they got a lot to learn quick fast they, they and in a hurry quick. man like i like i don't i mean i don't like i said i don't i don't get it i don't understand somehow somehow when it comes to like the actual games for these consoles there's never an issue there's never a bot or anything uh, they have ample amount they have ample amount of stuff like 2K has never they never go through you can't purchase this right now like they never go through it I'm so I'm just like so I'm just like yo why can't y'all employ the same method you know what I'm saying on y'all consoles like it's the same thing um I understand it's easier to, it's easier to make a disc than it is uh, a, a a console but I mean something something got to be done for, for the for the bots man cuz I mean they they they've been they've been I feel like they've been taking over since the pre-order honestly so mm-hmm. One easy quick fix they could do right now is region lock it. So if you know you start selling something, they should make you pick a store. Oh, you're associated with this store. This is East Coast time period. If you if your IP isn't East Coast locked, you can't buy from here. You know, like Walmart can do that because they have plenty of different places across. I speak for the U.S. across the U.S. So they could easily do that. But what's happening is you have people in different time zones flocking and hitting these stores at one time. So it's like. I get you have distribution, so if somebody buys one from a store, they're just going to pull it from that West Coast distribution. But if you're going to do that, stick it to their time frame so you can divide up people. Yeah, so not it's, everybody's it's funny you mention that time. because Adidas, Adidas recently did that with uh, the the you know the y'all know Beyonce got got like a Ivy Park little Adidas branch or whatever. Um, like Adidas, uh, apparently she she released some shoes a couple weeks ago. And Adidas did a thing where they they set it, they recognized your computer by IP address, and they gave you a specific time on when your on when your region, the the, the whatever region you was in in the country, when your region it was going to drop in your region. So like like in North Carolina, in North Carolina where you guys are, uh, the release was at noon. Up here in the D.C. Maryland area the release for those shoes was at 4 p.m. That way you don't overload your ser- your servers and all that stuff with all of these different people trying to trying to purchase the same thing. Um you don't have you don't have this bottleneck in your network of traffic, you know what I mean? Um 
so so they could do they could do that and and that also that also it, it creates a more honest buying process you know what i mean um it allows everybody it allows everybody to get to get one who wants one you know what i'm saying without having to go through the frustration of sites crashing and all of that because i mean launch day was good it was better than the pre-order process but it was not perfect the sites did crash for a little bit i don't know if y'all tried like if y'all saw on the midnight releases on launch day but that when xbox released at on uh november 10th at, at midnight the sites crashed for a split second um but they came back up within like four minutes you know what i mean um so just just to prevent all of that they can do like, like you said Derek, like a region launch if you're located in this area this is the time when you're allowed to uh, try to purchase it. If you're located in this area, this is the time where your area is allowed to try to purchase it. You know what I'm saying? Then, then they can add a two-way verification to get inside the queue. Once you put in your two-way verification, you just wait inside your queue until yeah. you're able yeah. to you uh, know, make your purchase. Mm-hmm. Then, like you said, Mike, you just give them five minutes to put in their yeah exactly, card exactly. information, and they're in and out. Perfect. And if it goes beyond the time of two-way verification, it goes beyond the time of putting your card in, then that's your fault. You can't blame it on the bot. You can't blame it, correct, it on the correct exactly. Site crashing, uh, but but I, but you got to give the, you got to give the users you got to give the users time to make the error. You know what I mean? Like you got to give them. You got to give them time to fuck up. That way, they can't go to you on Twitter and complain that uh, that they wasn't allowed a system, even though it was in their cart or whatever. Like, like you don't they, don't, they don't have to go through that. Microsoft and, and Sony won't have to address. Oh, uh, we're gonna have more restocks soon. You guys just gotta be patient. They they won't have they won't have to do that. You know what I mean. I think too, since they were very underpaired and selling these online, what they need to do, and I know with everything going on, it's probably not the best idea. Sell them in stores, but when you sell them in stores, announce a one-hour block window of when you're going to sell it. And when people start lining up, you know, outside, space them outside, but hey, we're only allowing two people in at a time. You're gonna come in, get what you need, and you're out. You know, if you ain't got no mask on, you out the line. You're not even getting inside the store, you know, blase, blase. And that's how they should do it. And they should say, you know, we're going to sell these on a Tuesday in a one hour block. You can come to the store and get you, uh, buy you your, um, rap, not raffle ticket, but like a ticket. Hold on to that ticket. We're only selling a, a certain amount of tickets. So if you, you can't even, that way you, you limit the amount of people in line, you know. So you got your ticket, you come in line, get your thing out, you, you go, you just do that like, every day of the week and that would solve that issue you limit the amount of people that's there you know you can space it out people like well if i don't have to go monday i can go tuesday or whatever so that's another way they could do it but i know with how stupid people been during this pandemic that ain't gonna happen so against um that whole camping out in in, uh, in front of the store you know uh like the the game stop the game stop near uh where i live what they did was for the for the Xbox, the Xbox released on the tenth. GameStop was opening at ten a.m. They allowed people to camp out in front of the store starting the day before at five p.m. I'm sorry, 
maybe I got too much dignity. But I'm not about to be homeless for the console. I'm I'm just not. I don't care how many nights it is. I'm not about to be homeless to try to get a video game console. Like I'm like, yo, I'm not about to do that. And I don't feel like I don't feel like GameStop should be allowing that. Like 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 yo like get the hell out of here. Like like seriously. Like like we're we're sleeping outside. It's like I drove. I drove past. I drove past the GameStop um, near my house. I drove past the GameStop. This is no lie. It was. It was only six people lined up. Here's the thing about it, though. I called the GameStop. I called the GameStop earlier in that day, and they said that after our. They said after we finish shipping the pre-orders, there's only going to be two consoles available for walk-in. Why is why are six people camping out in front of your store then? So they so they so they waited so they waited so five o'clock five o'clock right. p.m. all the way till 10, 10 a.m. the next day they waited so what's that that's twelve they waited about seventeen hours in front of your store and you only got two oh I'd be pissed I'd be pissed like they just they 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 really need to stop that whole sleeping outside shit like yo it ain't it ain't unless jesus christ tell me that that he want me to do that i'm not like i'm just not doing that especially when i knew i know how the pre-order process went and i know i I know it's gonna be extremely hard to get like i'm just not waiting and on top of that when you got walmart and you got walmart um and you got best buy who said you you're only going to be able to order it online Honestly, you got a better chance of getting it online than you do walking in. Just that's just that's just being honest, uh, especially with COVID out here. You just got a you just got a better chance. Um, but yeah, I don't. I I really think I really think that you know they, they that whole sleeping outside stuff that like they need to find a way to like eliminate that whole that whole kind of process. I remember when people were sleeping outside for iPhones. Like like think about that. Like think iPhones, like <laughs> the iPhones don't really yep. change. People was outside sleep. People was outside sleeping in front of Apple stores for a new iPhone. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, it's, maybe it's, it's the it's, I, I just right. It's crazy, silly, but you know what I'm saying. No, no, no you're right, but you know. Each to each their own. Hell no. Nah. I mean, be me shit, out that there. night it was like but. 38 degrees. Get the fuck out of here, yo. I'm not I'm not waiting outside in no 38 degree weather. <laughs> like I saw a dude, I saw a dude on his phone GameStop at at 6 p.m. in a beach chair. In a beach chair, he had a beach towel laid down. Um he had his, he had a sleeping bag. He I'm I'm like, dude. Where do you think you going? Like this, like it's serious. It's that serious. Like I love gaming to death. I've been doing this my whole life, but there's no way. There's no way in hell. There's no way in hell. Yeah, yeah. And so, with that being said, we're gonna have yes, to go sir. Ahead and wrap and this I don't know. Up. I don't know what <laughs> the next episode gonna be about, but we gonna figure it out and. We're going to get back to y'all next week. (laughs) All right.
Thank y'all for joining us on this episode. We'll see y'all next week.